Hello, everyone, and welcome to Prusa Live. Uh, glad to have you guys all back again. Uh, I am here with uh, Nicholas Sousa and, of course, Joseph Prusa. Uh, and I'm Matt Stoltz. Uh, so we've got a great show for you guys, as always. Um, today, we will also be joined by uh, Vedran uh, Wexter, uh, who you guys probably know from all of his amazing models out there. But, you know, it's October. It's Halloween time. We got to bring in a, a designer who makes all the all the fun spooky models and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, but let's go ahead and uh, kick it off with our Prusa Printers Picks of the Week. Uh, what do you got, Mickey? I have something that's probably not very practical for everyone, but I guess it kind of shows that there are even very specific things by now on Prusa Printers. And Perfect. it's a case for a soldering iron, and it has this really awesome hinge where you just insert a 1.75 filament and that's Ooh. how it works and hey. yeah i i i have that soldering iron i desperately need a case like yeah. that is awesome i hadn't even bothered to look for it um yeah i i'm gonna print that right away the tips are yeah. always a little bit greasy from the from the flex or something so yeah you need a case yeah. and i yeah. guess you can take it out during the halloween and you can you know, create the smell of burned flesh. <laughs> Ouch. It's by... It smells uh, like chicken. You're holding the wrong end. Yeah, I, I haven't been soldering in a while, but I remember when I accidentally, like, touched that uh, in, in the wrong way. It smelled like uh, chicken. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. It smells like... <laughs> so it's done by Austin St. Aubin, and I'm just going to paste the link in the chat right now. Fantastic. Me? I have actual uh, Halloween... Uh, themed model, but it is made actually by us, and it is the Zombie Joe. <laughs> so you can get ready. Oh, uh, you can see, can you see the brain? Yes, oh, yeah, brains. Do, yeah. do we have one with a removable brain? Like, that would be awesome if you could like pop the brain. And, out. Uh, I actually, uh before you before you check uh, your model, I might have it because this was actually featured on a magazine cover. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll try to look for it. We also had uh, uh, the Halloween video where we printed like 20 yeah. of these and they're going for brains and then they see Prushamant misping and they're like, nope, Prushamant, and they just go for Prushamant. Oh, you have it? Yeah. I found it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was a it's Czech so magazine called uh, Why No? Yeah, quite a quite a few years ago. Yeah, and that definitely comes in an MMU version, so you can get all that yes. fun like coloration without even having to have like all the the crazy painting skills that that some of you have out yes. there. But I do not. Have Link that. in the um, chat. What do you yeah, have, Matt? Fantastic. All right, so you know, again, Halloween, lots of fun. You know, sci-fi and horror and costumes and everything else. And we've got Wexter on the show, right? So. Uh, I've got one of his minis. It's uh, it's the Ooh, Hellboy mini. Hellboy. Oh. So, yeah, I I gotta say, like I love Wexter's minis, and we'll talk more about that when when he gets in. But like, I don't necessarily print a lot of like pop culture model stuff and everything else. But I think the kind of car caricature side of the minis is just so much fun, and I love Hellboy. And yeah, it it came out great. Nice. What do you think about the new newest Hellboy movie? Uh, I no, <laughs> no. Ron, Ron Ron Perlman all the way. Oh so. yeah, yes. I actually I, I actually met Ron. Oh, at the Prague Comic Con. Yeah, at Prague Comic Con. Nice. Well, oh, that's great. Yeah, and he is just radiating that energy. Yeah, yeah. he's he's awesome. You know, Hellboy, Sons of Anarchy, like. Uh, you know, so many, so many movies back, even Blade. Blade was the Blade that he was in, wasn't it shot in Prague, or at least it was set in Prague. Maybe it wasn't shot. There. I think it, yeah, it was partially shot in Prague. Yeah. There's a lot of movies being shot in Prague. Well, not right now, but generally, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, so uh, let's, let's move on. So we, uh, we had a competition last month for uh, for a lighting competition, how to make a lamp using your, your 3D printer. We had a, a couple different categories in it. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but man, 
you guys like really turned out with with what you you came out with and uh earlier or end of last week we announced the winners but you know you may have missed that post or something so we just want to real quick let you know who who won here it is awesome it is Nikki, do you do you have any of those yes so they are featured on the home page right now and the winner of the category where you need to use light bulb socket socket is Kagarov with his this awesome orbital like stringy g-code hack basically where it's just pure bridging but it looks so cool i actually printed this lamp and i, I brought it home and i'm 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 considering it like actually leaving it in the room forever it's it looks really yeah. nice then we have Regiza who posted like a ridiculous amount of high quality models into the competition and they all yeah. have yeah just they have, have you tried yeah his his cute his cute skull model was was the winning model but really ray kind of won for like everything that he did yeah. right like like it was it was kind yeah. of uh which one to pick but you know there were so many good ones it was so hard and again like the the instructions that he does and you know all the extra little things that he puts in just you know is a step a step beyond and yeah, then we had uh, the runner-up was Neil Skull with the desk standing lap that I featured on the on the previous Prusa Life. Yeah, 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 Prusa yeah, Life ten. Yeah, so I I love this one. I I'm hacking you, it and yeah. Did you finish the motorization? I think it will arrive. Who knows when? It will be like a month later. The servos will finish. I will be like, oh, why did I order like hundred servos? Like, oh, that's why. <laughs> You so, might have some yeah. spare ones in the lab from the reflections. Maybe, yeah. Good idea. I will check. And then the second runner-up is Conrayer, Conrayer, who knows? But it's this awesome uh, flower lamp which actually closes and expands. It's it's really beautiful, especially yeah. I guess if you if you combine it with a. Uh, RGB bulb like Philips Hue or Xiaomi E light or something like that. Right. It's very Yeah, pretty. I love how the pedals pick up the tones and, and really, really kind of make it feel far even more organic because of the colors. The first five with most likes, except for the winners, also also won. So you kind of helped us pick the winners. So here they are. Uh, there is a blog post on prusaprinters.org where you can find all the links and read through all the all the winners that we picked. Really, it took us quite a long time to pick the winners because there were so many high quality submissions. And I kind of feel bad for some of the like really cool models that didn't win, but there can only be so many winners. There can only be one. Yes. Yeah. They, they are really, really beautiful. All right. So, uh, yeah, we also have uh, uh, the uh, a new feature that, that came out um, that we, we want to kind of go over and cover. Um, and I know, Mickey, you were you were pretty involved in, in, in pushing this along. We were chatting through some, some issues there. Yes. So... If you ever did any print-on-demand and you were pricing the print, you may have realized that it's not quite as straightforward as you might think. Uh, so we have made a calculator that will hopefully make this easier. Oh. If you... print price calculator. Who remembers the OG uh, calculator I made years and years ago? And I think it's still, still there. It's still so. there. And it, actually, it has crazy high... Uh, like visits, it's it's it has really good CO. Uh, so, yeah, this is the OG calculator. All of them are here, and they are used all the time. It's crazy. I I have I have used these on numerous occasions. Yeah, absolutely. They are just yeah. like redesigned, but still the the OG OG calculators. But yeah. now there is a new one, uh, and it's the 3D printing pr price calculator. There is a blog post that goes a little bit more in depth, but if you just want the app, it's it's here on this in the side panel. Uh, 
it's really convenient. In a nutshell, you just have to load a G-code, or you just fill uh, the two inputs, which are print time and material used. And basically, the rest is kind of pre-filled with some reasonable values. So there is some default uh, spool price. But of course, you can pick from one of the Prusament presets or just enter, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, everything updates in real time, which is really nice. I love that. Uh, there is optional electricity because it really contributes very little. So, but it, it's it's there. It's if you want to count with, definitely you can. Especially if maybe your kilowatt hour price is kind of high. And yeah, some important parts that we thought are kind of missing from some of the existing calculators, like you know, slicing, print preparation and very often post-processing, like removing supports, maybe sanding, gluing, whatever you're going to do with the print. Uh, you should probably price that. I would definitely put at least like 10 minutes slicing time, something like that. And yeah, if if you're only doing print on demand, uh, or maybe yeah, just partially, you might want the machine to pay for itself. So there is a section for that, where basically, uh, yeah, you, you split the cost of the printer into the print hours that you expect it to pay for itself. So that's what this section does. And then there is just general other. A feature that maybe not everyone will discover straight away is that if you fill the name, uh, you can share the calculator, which actually shares this filled uh, table, which is really handy. And if you click this print summary, uh, there's like a simplified one page, yeah, yeah, summary, that's what it is, uh, which can be also useful. I, it's not an invoice or anything, but it's just a nice, uh, nice sum up of everything that you filled in. You can change the currency. It's, I think, kind of simple, but also advanced just enough. There are default values for everything, so it's not too overwhelming. You don't have to fill 50 different fields. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how many of you will actually use it. Mm -hmm. And I guess depending on that and the feedback, uh, we might commit some more time to improving it, but we will have to see, I guess. Uh, it, is, it is also a very good teaching tool when you are, you know, even printing something for a friend to, to, you know, um, to get into, like, commercial thinking a little bit. Uh, you know, how, how the prices are made, because this is pretty similar how how it goes in regular businesses and when somebody is starting and I remember those times uh, <laughs> you just forget to think about you know stuff uh, which just adds up so I know so if, if you would be doing like you know volume of the or the price of the filament plus 20 percent it you know uh, it might be worse than if you don't do it yeah so. I mean just just post-processing time it's really easy to to kind of forget how long it's going to take you to like rip supports off of a model and and get a, a model cleaned up and you know sometimes you kind of you know forget about that but the next thing you know you've you know yeah like Joe said if you're if you're doing multiples of something you suddenly have hours and hours of time tied up in in ripping supports off and if you don't estimate that that's you know that's lost time. i think that's lost time i think very likely the like most overlooked thing is your time which I think will be the most expensive part of the whole process because the filament isn't really that expensive for a print. Uh, the electricity is nearly nothing. The uh, machine upkeep, not really that high. But if you spend like 30 minutes, uh, minutes fixing the model, then another 10 minutes slicing it, and then another 20 minutes removing supports, that's, that's an hour, like nearly an hour of your time, which you should price reasonably. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, that's that's fantastic. Um, I I think it'll be super useful for for our users. And you know, again, these are our tools that are are you know kind of being built out there to help you go further with what you're doing with printing. And you know, you kind of combine this with our our print on demand feature that is located on on prusaprinters.org. And you know, we're really kind of setting up the tool sets you need to be able to to take your your 3D printer and you know not just be a hobby, but you know make some money off of it too. So. Tim in chat asks if this could be integrated into Prusa Slicer. Prusa Slicer already does like a really simple cost estimate, basically just the, the material. Um, this, I'm not sure if this is 
like a thing to implement into Prusa Slicer, maybe in the future. I don't know. I can imagine some things, you know, like well, what we definitely want to look into in the future Slicer versions is to, you know, store your profiles in your in your account. Yes. And, and also, you could fill this what is in the basic calculator into you know into your profile, and then you know you can put it together yeah. exactly as I showed. <laughs> something out of it can uh, can come, but yeah, I would where, say it would make sense. Yeah, where can you find this calculator? I will share a link. But if you go to to Prusa printers. Uh, well, if you go to the homepage, this is where the, the models are. But if you go to block, uh, there's a link in the in the right panel. I will also paste a link in the chat right now. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so moving on. Uh, so for Prusa Live 10, we decided to you know kind of put together a little bit of contest of of what you guys are actually making and and you know seeing what you guys were making and and you know when I when I first proposed this, I thought oh we'll just do this like you know for for that one episode and then you know maybe uh, maybe we'll do it like every ten episodes or whatnot. But you know Joe being Joe, he's like no, let's do it every episode. You know I. I I, I'm I'm the, the the guy in charge. I can make that decision, and so he did. And so yeah, uh, just a reminder what's going on. Um, every every episode that we have moving forward until Joe says enough, um, <laughs> uh, send us photos of your uh, <laughs> send us photos of your prints on your print bed. Um, uh, check out Prusa Live Nine for a great description of all of it, but. Yes, yeah, send us your prints on the print bed. Send us a photo of it. Uh, put it on Twitter with the tag Prusa Live, and we'll pick out our favorites for every episode and send the winners uh, some some filament. Uh, two spools for our winner, and we've got uh, a couple runners up. So, uh, yeah, we had a, a decent collection this week of, yes. of prints. Um, you know, it's great that that kind of when we didn't expect it to continue, you guys you know kept it going, and it was perfect because. Some of you had kind of like continued sending things even after we had picked last week's winner. And so the fact that like entries were still kind of coming in and you guys were like, you know, I may not win anything, but I'll just send it anyways, um, really kind of worked out. And we, we love it. So we love seeing your, your prints and there were a bunch of great submissions. Uh, so uh, drum roll, who, well, let's go, let's do our, our runners up. Okay, uh, let's do the runner stuff. Okay. I have them open. Do you have them open? Do you want to show them? Okay. I do have them open. Okay. Um, is it easier for you to screen share off the screen share though? I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I guess everyone is excited in anticipation. I love that the winner is. <gasps> we will find out soon. <laughs> in the next episode. <laughs> All right. So, uh, our first runner-up is. Uh, Guido Kimball um, at Revenge Answer. Revenge Answer. Okay. Uh, with this amazing Kraken Dice Tower. I love this print. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Ah, I want to see this painted, but it's already so detailed. And it's no yeah. supports. It's so good. It's so good, yeah. That is really good. I don't really need a dice tower, but oh, <laughs> I quickly move away. There's an ad for Idea Maker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is not. This is not a runner-up. No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, the bar is in my way here. No. No. <laughs> uh, why don't here? Why don't you pull up? Show why don't you pull up your your winner there? <laughs> I will. Oh, <laughs> uh, you need to stop sharing. Yeah. Ooh, the suspense. Yeah. It's real. See, this is what happens when I do the... <laughs> so there you go. Paul, hello, Piani, Piney, Piney. And this is... I, I love that it's so many prints on the one build plate. 
And it's the yeah, clamps. Yeah, pack that in there. Yeah, it's the, the, the clips that we featured on the, one of the previous Prusa Lives. And he just mm. filled the entire belt plate with them. Around. That clip is amazing. Yeah. It's really fun. I love, love printing it and using it at home. That's great. Yeah, so that's right. the... And now we have the the winner. And the fun thing is that it's from Vexer. And this is a... Exactly. This is a coincidence. I kid you not. I didn't know... You didn't know, I think, when we paid. Just, yeah. But yes, this is the winner by Coltron. And it's this amazing MMU print. Very nice. Yes. And and again, perfect for the season. Yes. So Halloween around the corner. It's from a designer that we have waiting in the waiting room that he's going to join us very soon. And it's an awesome support plus MMU print. Yeah. So again, way to go for everyone who, who submitted. Um, you know, we love seeing these models. We love seeing what you guys are working on. Um, you know, keep submitting. Uh, you've got until next Tuesday, or sorry, not next Tuesday, the Tuesday after that, um, the Tuesday before our next show is what I meant, um, to get your entries in and uh, we'll have, have more winners for Crucial Live 12. Um, but I will be reaching out to all of our winners uh, and we'll we'll get you some Bruce Men on the way. So thank you. Good job, Coltron. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we've mentioned a bunch of times, uh, our guest this week is uh, uh, Wexter, who, you know, is a very prol prolific designer out there, um, making all of his his minis and his face masks and, you know, all kinds of, of different pop culture inspired designs. And we're super excited to have him in. So let's let's bring him in. Hello, hey. Wexter. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching the stream, so I'm kind of late now. <laughs> <laughs> so th right, this yeah. this winner is not suspicious at all, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. And it's printed on Prusa, which is like, like totally, like, I, I don't know. It, it's fake. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> uh, I want to congratulate. Uh, to the winner, it was a really great print. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love it. I think, I think you even have. I think you have a, even had a, have a comment, little uh, gif it in there when we were yeah. showing it of you know perfection. You know, yeah. <laughs> so uh, indeed, uh, I, I would say I would say your your vote counts too on this one. That uh, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't vote for me. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Um, I, again, a lot of you guys probably know Wexter out there, um, you know, if you're, you're kind of following the 3D printing community, it's kind of hard to, to not see his, his models popping up all over the place. Um, and, you know, I think for, for really great reasons, um, you know, they're... Yeah, because they spam people a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, uh, Wexter, you know, a lot of your, your, uh, uh, your models come from pop culture, you know, uh, a mm -hmm. lot of things aren't necessarily like, you know original creatures and things although I, I would say the pumpkin queen is is to some some degree you know the the one that just won um yeah. but uh and and the little sneak preview that you showed us uh, mm. uh as we were getting ready um uh but yeah what what inspires you to make a model like you know what what are you into that that gets you well i would say alcohol but i don't really use it so it's, <laughs> it just I mean, I, I, I grew up with with a bunch of great movies from 80s, like, so, so, so now when I'm, when I'm thinking about some kind of model, I just jump into that childhood and I pick something. Sometimes it's, it's just uh, my patron, patrons are, are suggesting something and, and that's kind of like a brain ninja. It, it gets stuck in my head because I need to figure out, especially because they want mini dudes, so I need to figure out how to apply some kind of likeness or something into that. And that, that's, that's the starting point. And yeah. I just love pop culture. So, you know, it's always a good thing. Right. Yeah. And as far as your mini dudes go, we, we have a handful of them uh, up on Prusa printers as is. So, you know, my, my Prusa printers picks of the week was the Hellboy, but there's, there's a couple others out there. I've got, uh, I, I've got, whoa, as I'm dropping him, 
Um, oh, oh, Matt, you're shit. <laughs> oh, there goes the tail. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I was dropping Jason. Thankfully, he still he still oh, has his, his machete. <laughs> okay. uh, so yeah, so uh, both of these are are out there on Bruce Apprentice. But I mean, we can even see behind you. There's an entire wall of of minis back there. Um, yeah, uh, I, I had to admit that I just filled the wall today <laughs> because uh, how, how... like I had maybe thirty percent of of mini dudes on the wall, and one of my friends complained because of that. So I, I had mean, to instead, work hard today. Instead of the wool, uh, wool, uh, wall, you should have put it on the push-up printers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. how many minis? How many minis have you created at this point? Uh, we tried to to count them today. And honestly, I don't know. It's between 75 and let's say 90, 200. Wow. Because wow. like some of them are, you know, like you have Ninja Turtles, so there are four immediately. And yeah. so I didn't go into every folder, but it's, it's close to 100, I would say. I have the, I the medical heroes that you created for us. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and also, I've got. Indiana Jones and a mummy here also. So I see I see Alexandru Kokan in, in the chat saying that you should make the trio of me, Matt, and Mikolas. <laughs> see, I, I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna say some of them are just from Pulp Culture, but you also there was a you also you guys <laughs> you also have uh, have people in the the uh, the community that you're you're making also. Um, and yeah, I think I, I personally, since we already have a mini Joe, right? Like, kind of. I really yeah. think we need a mini a mini Mickey out there. Uh, I'm, you know, that hair, I'm that fine hair is, him. is is perfect for it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I could do something. <laughs> Let's still have thirty four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll just he'll just bust it out right right here. Yeah. Uh, so so, but that that actually segues perfectly into my next question there, which is, um, you know, what, what software do you use to create your, your designs? You know, there's a lot of people who would, would look at what you're making and say, hey, you know, I want to be able to do this. And, you know, it's kind mm -hmm. of, this is a question I ask every designer who comes on because, you know, you all have your own preferences and your tips and your tricks. Well, I, I started uh, doing my mini dudes in Fusion, actually. Wow. But, um, I kind of got annoyed by the limitation of the software because I didn't, I couldn't do all the details that I wanted. I mean, they had to be simple, but sometimes I, I was spending more time figuring out how to slice them so that everything is going to get connected. And uh, then I decided to try ZBrush. So this, this is my go-to software right now. It, that, that software was one of the, the things that, that was really torturing me. It's a software that I, I went back and forth a few times and I couldn't learn it. So one day I just decided, okay, now is the time to actually test it properly. So I, I, I got that 45 day trial and started learning. And I picked some stuff in like two days. After five days, I was really loving the software. And then I was like, okay, now I need to figure out how to earn <laughs> enough money for the software. So I actually started producing more and more stuff putting it everywhere and 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 that's that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, I I I tried to use Blender. I'm still trying to do that. I know that <laughs> exactly Miklash is gonna be happy because of that. But since I've invested so much time into ZBrush, I'm mostly going back to that. Yeah, I mean ZBrush uh, I, is I was, the... I was I was experimenting with a lot of different uh, software. I was even uh, sculpting some stuff in, in VR. That's uh, cool. that's a pretty cool thing right now. Yeah. Like I said, and I told you guys before I get it sick. Started, yeah, before it started <laughs> making you sick. Right. That 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 is you would have it with some workout. Yeah. yeah. I, I need some workout. <laughs> I, I have to say the the many dudes like they look simple, but I think it's surprisingly hard to like you know, get the, get the character of a very very few features. I I tried it a yes. little bit, and it's very, you know, it's it's weird difficultness. But you only have a few shapes, and you want want to make them simple. But yet you want to make it clear on the like first look that it's this character. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of think about like 2D caricature drawings and I look at the minis as like the 3D version of that, of, you know, taking taking kind of a, a comic simplified version of, of a design. And that's one of the things I really love about about his, his minis. Basically, it, 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 it's kind of easy. There, there are tricks how to do that. Like you, you first, you need to simplify it as much as possible. So you're you're trying to find what makes the character like what 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 makes it uh, like famous. Is it uh, some kind of crooked smile or something else, or is it just the wardrobe? Um, and uh, I, I learned from from my friend. She's uh, she's doing a lot of caricatures. She told me, uh, "Don't look at images. You need to look at at some kind of clip of of the person, oh. and then you will notice what is the thing you need to do." And it's it's true. When you get the images, you are so uh, focused on that one image, or two it depends. But when you're watching a clip, you immediately know what is happening. Interesting. So, you know, some sometimes I was we, we had a like. A, streams uh, on Twitch and all of a sudden I just decided to 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 try to sculpt one of, of uh, my friends because I, I noticed I spent a lot of time with him and I noticed his smile how it goes so I, I just did it quickly and I, I think I I nailed his look immediately like it, it doesn't happen often uh, I have more troubles troubles when I'm trying to make some kind of uh, I don't know some kind of likeness this this thing was killing me for for days until I figure out. So mini dudes are are challenging, but it, it, it's kind of quicker. You, you can move a few things and it's always already recognizable. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Is is that Witcher a piggy bank? Are you like tossing a coin to the Witcher? Oh <laughs> very nice. Yes, you can. <laughs> Oh, that's analog Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I, you know what? Today, tonight, this one is gonna go on on Prusa printers. Ooh, awesome! Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I when I was printing these out and then like tearing the supports off them and everything else, like my my wife instantly picked up that you know you know this one was Jason because as soon as you see the hockey mask, uh, you know it's instantly recognizable as as Jason. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's like you say, kind of finding that, that specific thing that identifies the character. And, um, I, I think you do a, gr a great job at it. Um, so do you use any other tools with you? I mean, if you're, if you're using ZBrush, I imagine you're, you're probably a, a tablet and stylus, uh, designer, as I know most ZBrush people, you know, really, really kind of go that route. Um, but do you use any, any hardware tools or any other software tools that really like help you in your design process? Mm. I'm using um, most, mostly like the, the main software that I use with ZBrush is uh, PureF. It's just a small program where you can toss a bunch of references. PureF is it, amazing. Yeah, huh. it, it's really great. It's free. Uh, I, I love that software. Imagine, that, that's one of the, the things that I open all the time. Yeah, it's like a canvas where you just free place uh, pictures. Yeah. So, so you have a, a yeah a big canvas of many pictures that inspire you and yeah. interesting. And I use it because of that. It, it's like my own personal Pinterest. Yeah, I just grab images yeah. and it's like, okay, I'm gonna go in in that direction and I'm trying to do something sort of original. I mean, sort of because everything is invented these days. But yeah, for hardware, it's like graphic display and and. Like I started using that. You even have a months. few few tutorials for ZBrush, if I'm not yeah. right on your YouTube. Well, I I decided I'm I'm it's it was funny to to do that kind of stuff because at the time I was doing my first ZBrush tutorial, which is probably one of the more most famous videos I did. Uh, I I had really low knowledge about ZBrush, but. I wanted to share the stuff that I learned, and it turned out that a lot of people like that. Yeah, I, I you know, I just got to the chase and I explained how to to make something easily, and I think most of the people picked up the basic stuff after 15, 20 minutes. 
uh, one of the good things I think I did in that tutorial was uh, I did it from the perspective of someone who has no clue, which wasn't that far off, but <laughs> because everyone who opens ZBrush and clicks on something, it's going to get freaked out. It's, <laughs> it's the default thing. Well, one of the nice sides is, is you know, you talk about getting started in the 45-day the free trial of ZBrush, but ZBrush has recently released a, a totally free kind of community, like light version of ZBrush yes. um, that at least lets you get started in, in kind of the concept of how everything works. Um, so yeah. if you're, you know, you're really interested in going down that road, um, but, you know, you don't have the money to invest in ZBrush because ZBrush is, isn't super cheap. Um, uh, but if also, oh, yeah, or, or, or there's Blender, right, you know, Blender, yeah. uh, which is which is totally free. Um, but yeah, so ZBrush does have the, the community version uh, that will at least get you started. I mean, one, one of the points in the sculpting article that we released was that it's really easy to take the knowledge from one sculpting app and take it to another, I think, because the, yeah. the basics are the same and the differences will be maybe the technical things like subdivisions or right. exporting or some, some of these more advanced things, but the basics of how you make the shape will be pretty much the same in all of them. Yeah. P push pull. I would pull like if or... it would be so great if, if Blender has released all of this stuff uh, before I start learning ZBrush. Yeah. Because, because now when I compare those two, I would probably go for Blender because there are, there's there are two options that how you can use it and and the rendering engine is 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 great. But like I said, I, I invested so much time in ZBrush and yeah. I know most of the stuff there, so it's it's kind of hard for me to switch I mean, and learn another one. ZBrush is the industry standard for sculpting, and I think it will be for a really long time. Yeah. So I don't think that's a bad choice. It's just you went for the hard stuff straight away, so but you already learned that, so I think that's that's fine by now. Well, uh, I learn new stuff every every day, and, and that's the, the most excited thing yeah, yeah. about ZBrush for me. Like uh, sculpting is something that I do every day, so you know it, it. It kind of it's same. I repeat same thing over and over. Strokes, uh, you know, like forming everything. But when when I try to figure out, okay, I need to do this. How to how do I do that? Then I go. In, onto Google and I found it and it's like, oh, now I can do so much more stuff. Yeah. yeah. And only, only thing when, when uh, because I need to complain about ZBrush is posing. The thing that the Blender has right now is such amazing tool. Yeah. I, I really want that in ZBrush. Hmm. What do you is, mean? Is that because you can put skeletons inside of, yes. of the text, but yeah, you, the don't, text, you don't have to, yeah, you don't, you don't have, have to, to rig it. Nice. So and, there, and there's a amazing. pose tool. So basically, you know, in animation, you normally put the bones in. So this would be right. a bone. This would be a bone. But you mm -hmm. don't even have to do that. There's a oh, wow. there's a pose brush that automatically somehow detects where the where the elbow is or where the bendy parts should be, and you just yeah. take it and you can pose the pose the sculpt right right there. That's I mean, awesome. there there are really great things. Um, I I had uh, I had masterpiece VR. They made the rigging software, like inside VR, which which was pretty damn good. It, it, it's like you just click on uh, auto, and it's gonna do the skeleton. So you you, you need to fix uh, like weight and yeah, and yeah. it works great. I, I was playing with like you characters in it. Does it does, does it work on like you know non-humanoid uh, characters? Uh, it had some four-legged creatures, but it was mostly focused. I I got kind of like I think it was beta, so it, it had only basic stuff. But now I I've seen they've added much more things. Unfortunately, I cannot go to to VR because I can spend like ten minutes, and then I get <laughs> sick. 
So uh, a lot of your your designs, as we say, are, are pop culture, but a lot of them kind of lean towards the the kind of spooky things. Um, and it's okay. one of the reasons one of the reasons why I kind of you know thought it'd be great to have you on now is you know with with Halloween right around the corner. Um, you know, a lot of your your stuff is towards the the horror mo- horror genre or uh, you know other things along that line. Um, but you also have a whole series of masks that you've been been releasing, um, yeah. and so. Yeah, which are kind of like instant Halloween costumes out there for people, right? And so, do you do you find yourself more inspired uh, during this time of year to to create things? Um, and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your masks, also. So I, I'm trying to figure out a way how to say this without upsetting Joe, but like I was avoiding any kind of uh, masks or any any kind of helmets because of the printer. And I, for some reason, I didn't even figure out that, yeah, mask can actually fit onto <laughs> on printer. <laughs> and it, it took me a while to figure out that I'm a slow learner. So uh, one, one, one day I was just doing, um, it was Sub-Zero bust and uh, Carmelo, he, he's a great guy. He he said you should totally make a mask, and and usually when when someone suggests something like that, I I, I have like I I know those moments where I just need to say yes, and this was one of those. So I just tried to make one, and it was a huge huge hit. So I just continued working on those, and and Sh- now show us something. Time. Show us. Well, this was. I- I've got one. I've got one right here. So this is this is his samurai mask in our yeah. Mystic Green printed on a Mark III S. Mm. Um, so this was yeah, Sub Zero, mm-hmm. and oh this yeah, was just a mask. Uh, like I I did uh, because the Ghost of Tsushima Joe again will <laughs> know how great that game is, and uh, I started doing more samurai stuff. Have have you played the Ghost of Tsushima? Oh yeah, I loved it. <laughs> so I I didn't want to rip off the the stuff from the game, so I des- I decided to make my own versions. Mm, that are different. Awesome. And now I think I have like 10, 10 15 masks. I'm not sure. I need to count my stuff. <laughs> I I have a great guy in my my little community. He keeps everything in Excel sheets. I, I should do the same. <laughs> yeah, when when I said when I said earlier that you were a prolific designer, like the fact that that you don't remember how many of a lot of these things you've made, I think really speaks to that exact point that you know you're just kind of constantly tossing things out there, and it's yeah, it's it, extremely impressive. It's an addiction. I I really like creating this stuff. Uh, it, it it's relaxing. Uh, until I need to prepare it for printer, then, then it gets <laughs> crazy because uh, you know when, when you're sculpting, you're just throwing a lot of ideas, and then it's like, okay, how am I gonna print this? Do you actually <laughs> sometimes go back to to sculpting when you realize you could have just maybe adjusted the angle or something to make it easier to print, or do you just yes. focus on sculpting and then do slicing as a separate step? Uh, yes, I, I do that a lot of times. Okay. Um, but I, I've noticed, like I, I can, I can make something, uh, and I'm gonna try to figure out some angle. But there's always gonna be someone smarter who's gonna just rotate the mask and figure out a better way. So whatever I did kind of doesn't make sense. Uh, some people will just bury everything with the support, so it doesn't matter. I, I tried to to make stuff with less support. Uh, at one point, I was, I was trying to do more. I like everything without the support, and and that's not a great idea. Uh, it's great for for those who will print it, but for me, uh, like uh, it's a big limitation. To, to yeah. be creative, it's yeah. very limiting. Yeah. Uh, so these days, I I don't don't focus that much uh, about uh, on that, uh, except when I'm, when I'm doing stuff like, like this because I I set the bar. This needs to be uh printed without the support so every year i'm i'm just <laughs> trying to do one like that this year as well 
Yeah. Oh, I can actually show you guys that if yes. you want to see. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. So I, I'm I'm working on three models right now. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so I suggest that in my discourse, so I started thinking first. First, I was saying I'm gonna do the the Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox version, but then I actually went with with the original. Uh, I was. I was working on this mask and I released it at, at the begin, beginning of the month. But uh, since more people are printing uh, in resin, mm -hmm. I decided to add more details. So from today, this mask looks like, like this. This looks awesome. And, and it has even like maggots. And one tip I want to uh say to everyone who wants to model that kind of stuff don't don't look for references of maggots online please guys. <laughs> no. and um uh, so like i said I'm, I'm doing something with pumpkin every every uh halloween this is the new model oh nice so i i, I started learning guitar uh I, I said that zbrush was kicking my my butt all the time and it was making me uh, feel stupid. Same thing was with, with guitar. So since I learned ZBrush, it was time to learn guitar. Unfortunately, that thing doesn't go that well. <laughs> People with, with ears will agree with me, but I, I wanted to, to make something re related to that. So this is the model right now. It can Agreed. be printed without any support. It can be challenging as well uh i did some tests uh it, it works fine but i'm gonna make oh, one that looks version awesome. easier and then this one is gonna be for you know those who are 100 percent sure that their printers can handle this nice. so it, yeah you know i think if you just added like a, a vine that came up as almost like a mic stand to the the original pumpkin queen and then you've got the guitar player like you're like halfway to a pumpkin oh, band right like yeah, yeah. good idea because <laughs> like the the pumpkin queen stance already very comes across like you know some lead singer you know belting it out there and so yeah and uh i i could put a bunch of these guys in the front row yeah i remember <laughs> i remember this one. exactly screaming along yeah. uh so uh it's been really great having you wexter um this thank was you. this was very very fun uh love your models love the work that you're doing um thank you. you know from from every designer that we've had on uh i i picked something up i am definitely going to check out i know mickey already put a link in there but i, I think it was pure ref or, or yes. something yes yeah. uh i'm definitely gonna gonna check that out um so yeah, we, we really appreciate the tips and tricks. Before you go, um, you know, other than on Prusa printers, uh, where can people find out more about your work? Well, uh, the best place is probably my Patreon. So it's yeah. patreon.com slash Vexter. Um, that, that's the best place. And from that place, they can go into my Discord and, and then I just apologize for everything that happens there. Uh, <laughs> You, I mean, usually we have some nice stuff. Uh, sometimes we are doing uh, tutorials. Uh, not only me, some of my friends are doing stuff like Fusion. So it, yeah. it's a bad place where you can learn a lot of nice stuff. Awesome. Well, that's great. Uh, so again, we really thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on the show. And thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll chat with you again some other time. OK. See you guys. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was a fun one. Yes. I think this Prusa yes. life could have been four hours long and we would still have things to chat about. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm sitting there, like, watching the, the kind of clock go, and I was like, oh, I, this is this is hard cutting them off um, because this is, this is going great. Um, but we should take a little bit of time to uh, see if there's any, any questions out there. Um, sure. So, yeah. Have you, you seen anything come in through... Um, uh, yes, uh, I saw something before. Oh, yes, uh, before the stream because he couldn't make it, but 
he wanted to to enter a question before I actually caught it, and that was, will you allow Prusa Slicer to export settings into Excel, like a CSV? He wanted it so that he could compare uh, two profiles easily. And actually, there is a, a thing we're now in Prusa Slicer in the upcoming version, where if you switch a profile, it will show you a difference, a diff, of the profile that you are currently on and uh, the, the one that you are switching to. You can transfer the settings that you changed. And this already basically does this difference, so I think there will e even be a standalone feature to to show a difference between two profiles, which I think will be super helpful for tinkers who really like to make their own profiles. Yeah, but even I think that can be done even when you just uh, yes for the plain settings and just do the compare. Yeah, it's already a text file, so yeah. you could probably compare it kind of easily side by side or just make a diff. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I think we got this or a similar question to it before, but um, Aaron Kyer on Twitter is asking, uh, uh, with Apple moving uh, to uh, ARM chips, will it be possible that Prusa Slicer might uh, actually be ported over to iOS, iPad in, in the future also? So we are trying to get a hold of the, of the developer machine, but uh, it's... It, we don't have it yet, and uh, <clears throat> I think it will be fine. But there are, what I know, there are some changes going in the background that uh, we are porting to a different version of OpenGL, uh, which should be mostly compatible with uh, OpenGL ES, I think. So, so there shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't be that difficult to actually do it, even into uh, WebGL. There is, uh, yeah, there's already an. An ARM build that we release, it's that one probably won't be compatible, but yeah. But you know, it, it is always about the uh, the time invested and how much <laughs> uh, how much we can afford to spend on this and how many users will use it. So you know, maybe it will be worth it at some point to make you know a mini version where you could just yeah. you know pick presets. And just you know, place a few models, but no advanced features. I guess would be would be possible. I think that's one of the oh, like parts where Prusa Slicer team is really good is picking where to spend the time to to get the most out of out of the the time spent on a feature. Yeah, yeah for sure. A long time. Uh, we expect that we will once Apple moves to the ARM. It will be, you know, a few months before we have everything nailed down, unless the new Rosetta works perfectly, which I doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Barry Webb is asking if anyone has any tips for uh, reusing or recycling the purge towers created by MMU prints. Um, <laughs> he says, I've got a lot and don't want to bin them. Um, uh, they are. I, I've definitely, I've definitely seen some projects in the past of of people kind of making um, uh, abstract art out of the the remnants of of different prints by uh, putting them putting them in a baking sheet and like layering them and stacking them around. Uh, it looks really great when you start tossing in a bunch of of you know prime rings and and things like that, um, and then you kind of melt them all down into a sheet and yeah, they're they're kind of. Yeah. Kind of fun little things. Yeah, we are actually moving, uh, <clears throat> working on the on this front, you know. So about just sort of starting a pilot program that we take back the you know base base filament or waste waste prints and stuff. And also we have uh, some waste from our farms and from the filament manufacturing. So we are doing a couple of ways how to how to do it. You know, something simple that you grind it and put it into a mold and and actually, you know, make a, you know, plant, uh, how do you call it, planter for, you know, small plant or stuff like that. But you can also put it into a sheet and then we can use it in a lab instead of acrylic. But also for, for the, the material we have under control, like from our, from our uh, filament manufacturing, we are getting injection molding presses so we can make 
you know, uh, some parts for the printers with it. And it will be, you know, f f it is not very easy to make uh, recycled filament. And most of, of the stuff you see, it's mostly virgin polymers because it is just not up to the uh, quality we would like. But uh, we can we can easily use it for injection molding of stuff, you know, like spool holders or PSU covers and stuff yeah. which doesn't have much added value in 3D printing. Yeah, I think if you check out the the pressure, <clears throat> excuse me, the precious plastics project, um, they have a lot of tools and resources when it comes to uh, being able to to recycle and reuse different kinds of of materials. They um they tend to to focus a little bit more towards HDPE, but a lot of those same uh, same bits and things could easily be be repurposed for. Uh, for PLI also. Aaron in the chat says it would be great to use another model as a purge model and you can do that and it's even documented yeah. in the documentation. I wrote that. I it's 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 there. And you can yeah. you can you can purge into infill and into different model. Yeah. So. That will drastically reduce the the material that's put in the in the wipe tower. That there will always have to be a little wipe tower because yeah. You never, you never, you ne you never be sure that there is enough space in the other models for the for the purge. That's mm -hmm. a that's a really great tip, um, and yes. it it might be it might be fun to like come up with some models that are actually kind of like like really good potential, you know, useful things that you could have around the house, but work really well for uh, for purge towers and things like that. That that might be a, an interesting project for someone to to kind of take on and check out. So. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat, uh, was it RC Racer Racer? I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, what do we, what did we think about Verve? Oh, RC Maniac Twenty Five. What did you guys think about Verve? I think it was fun. Uh, yeah, Verve was great. Um, uh, thank you to everyone who kind of hung out in the the Discord with me uh, for the rest of the weekend. Um, it was it was pretty pretty active in there. Um, and yeah, the birth was birth was a good time. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of sad in some ways, because it makes you realize how much you you really miss the actual like physical event. Um, but, you know, it's still great one way or another, just like, just like Bruce alive. It's, you know, great to be able to hang out with you guys, you know, somehow. Um, and birth was nice. It will be interesting to go to the first event, you know, like emerging from a dark cave. You know, yes. I, don't even, I don't even remember the hum of the plane and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah the, the first the first event where this community is able to get back together is going to be, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great time. Um, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be trouble for some people's uh, uh, livers, especially. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, we've got time for for one more. You see anything in there? Maybe? Um, At the beginning, I saw somebody mentioning that uh, he hopes that we are all fine, because I guess you've heard the news from the really the one of the best countries in the world. We got kind of I would say cocky. Uh, uh, not us. We never uh, stop. Uh, having the measures at the factory but you know people well that it's over so uh, the situation is quite bad here but we are doing well compared to, to the rest to, cl to clarify there uh you're speaking specifically about covid and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the kind the of second wave that's hitting hitting Czechia. yeah yeah i mean the the cases we have now it would be like if us would have 300,000 cases a day it's it's really bad bad right now in the czech republic we specifically are doing kind of still fine, but yeah, it's not great in here right now. Yeah. So all of all of those of us that are are not in the Czech Republic will definitely, you know, be be yeah. watching out for you guys and and hoping yeah. the best for for everyone. And... I'm pretty sure you will hear about our wonderful government. <laughs> yeah. I guess we can quickly at the end go over the obligatory Prusa Slicer Alpha. We don't have a date, but it will come out soon-ish, hopefully. New printers. Yeah, what no. was telling me today, like three days ago? Yeah, it is <laughs> what it is. New printers, hard to develop, probably nothing coming out anytime soon. Uh, 
anything else that that comes up quick uh, like very often yeah we might uh, get farm, farm software yeah we, yeah we might get the beta out in you know before the end of the year nice that's great all right guys i think that's going to wrap us up for for this week um so Again, we always appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, we we love that you guys tune in week after week. Uh, we keep you guys keep showing up. We'll keep on doing the shows. Um, so we really thank you for for coming. Again, don't forget to send us your prints uh, with Pound Prusa Live on Twitter. Um, and from all of us at Prusa, uh, stay healthy uh, and keep printing. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. See you guys.